a weekly podcast talking about college and high school sports right here in Central Illinois. I'll discuss what I saw in the past week, what's coming up on Channel 1450, and what we're looking forward to. Episode 2 of Season 3, and we are gearing up for another great season at Channel 1450. We will be dropping the Pigskin Preview hype video on Sunday night on Channel 1450, and then we are headed out to football practices next week for Pigskin Previews. That's what's coming up on Channel 1450. Let's get to this week's guest. It's recently retired baseball player, Ben Chapman, after a great college career at Lincoln Land and Southern Illinois University Carbondale. Let's get right to it. Here is Ben Chapman. All right, I'd like to welcome in Ben Chapman to talk some baseball because uh, summertime, nothing's better than some good baseball, right? That's right. How you doing, man? What's uh, what's going on with you this summer? Nothing. Uh, just finish up playing um, everything with baseballs. Baseball's done, so I'm um, just finishing up my master's degree and then go from there. Is that weird to say that, that baseball's done? Yeah, super weird. Is it hard? Yeah, I mean, people people still ask me, like, hey, man, how you doing? And it's like, well, I guess I'm, I'm done. It's <laughs> kind of weird, so, yeah. Um, baseball's been such a huge part of your life, obviously, the last how many years at SAU, but, I mean, when did you start playing baseball? It's been it's been a couple decades now, probably, right? Yeah. I think it, um, really, I started like with my dad in the backyard when I was two or three. Like as soon as I could hold hold a ball, that's yeah. when that's when I started. So yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, you can still play, but at a competitive level like that, to to really hang it up and say, you know, my college career is over. That means you know you're really flipping the page on on the next chapter of life. That's has that kind of sunk in yet for you that you don't have to you know gear up in a couple of months for, for a season or for fall ball or anything. Yeah, it's it's different just because, you know, I feel like, like you said, for the past 21 years, it's it's a, it's been wins baseball season, wins baseball season. Like, when, <laughs> when do I get to play? And when's our first practice, you know? I, just looking forward to those days is, it's weird that, you know, you don't have it, but I kind of get to live vicariously through like Lincoln Land and Rochester and SIU, so. Right. Um, so let's go back to your time at Rochester. Um, you really became, you know, one of the best players in the league throughout your your high school career. And um, as you look back on it now, what did you see as that progression and how did you kind of develop into a, a really good college player? Yeah. Um, I would say looking back now, I... I thought I was a lot better than I really was. <laughs> um, I thought, you know, man, I should be going going to this school or going to that school, and right out of high school, and I really wasn't. I wasn't that good. Um, but yeah, I think obviously being a freshman that got to play with um, really good junior, senior, sophomores, it, you know, it's that iron, iron sharpens iron thing where you're around better player so you have to push yourself to if you want to be the best you got to push yourself to be better than those guys so and in you know Carlson's system and playing like you said as a freshman you're going to get an opportunity if if you really earn that opportunity and we saw that this year with guys like Jory Myron where um you know if if you're hitting you're going to get in that lineup somewhere or another and uh to, to be in that lineup with guys like you know Jack Sweeney this year that it's got to be huge for him and just his development um, as you look back on it now how much better did you get from freshman year to senior year um, I would say a lot better um, especially you know defensively just knowing that 
you know, I might have to, like my freshman year, I was pretty much just a catcher. Yeah. And then it kind of evolved into, okay, we need you to close this game, maybe start this one, catch for 27 innings, like whatever it was, I just, I think I was able to just kind of be thrown into the fire and I was mentally like, okay, I, I got it. Yeah. And it, and that's against some pretty good competition, not only in CSA, I mean, you talk about the Chathams, the U-Highs, the Springfields, but I mean, um, that their non-conference schedule is always good, so to to play like you did and now you look back on it now and how many guys went on to play at the college level um i mean the csa is, is no slouch yeah, i think yeah. you know that but like just kind of talk about that a little yeah. bit yeah um i think you see it with with football in the area too just i mean it's not just baseball but the area talent is is some of the best so yeah just playing against that every day it's not like you can just roll out of bed and show up at the field with your hat backwards and just go through the motions but yeah you gotta be be ready to go um like you mentioned you as you get to toward your senior year um you really kind of settled into that closure role and that's that's a totally different animal when it comes to baseball that's that's a guy that people say are just crazy yeah um what what was that like kind of settling into that role knowing that that's that's a pretty big spot yeah um i mean i wouldn't want to be anywhere else you know if it's a Six seven ball game, you know. I want to be in the middle of the action. I want, I want the ball in my hand. So, um, it wasn't like anything crazy for me, just because I loved the the competition and I wanted. If like if, if we were gonna win or lose, like let it be. Yeah. Let it be on me. Yeah. So, um, so then you go on to play at Lincoln Land. Um, obviously, that program speaks for itself in terms of what Bulls been able to do and yeah. just the the quality of development there I think is the biggest thing because I mean you look at guys like Jake Curtis coming in yeah he wasn't a division one player coming into to Lincoln Land like right. there's been so many of those guys um what was it like getting into that program as a as a high school kid knowing you're competing against kind of the best in the area now yeah yeah um obviously I'm super thankful for the opportunity they gave me um but really they just give you an opportunity to succeed and it was so super nice just to be able to focus on baseball, and I, that was that was what I knew I wanted to do. But in high school, it was like, okay, we've got baseball season, and then everything else is football. <laughs> and it kind of like, and I loved that. But um, that's what happens in Rochester, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, you don't you don't get to like focus on what you want to do for an entire 365 days mm-hmm. you you have to kind of okay I'm doing what I want to do for my future for two or three months and then the rest of it is going somewhere else mm-hmm. so um, it was super nice to go to Lincoln Land and really get to have a whole year of development and yeah I would say that I mean that's the Huge, huge reason of why I was able to go to SIU for sure. What's the uh, What's the big thing you miss about playing JUCO ball? Ooh. What What's What's something? What's the story? What's the special part about that? Because people always talk about you know just it's it's different. It's a different mindset. It's yeah. Different kids. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like it's dirty, but you don't walk into the weight room and have all of these shiny weights and everything's you're not walking into like the Taj Mahal of a weight room 
Um, and I, I guess I miss that a little bit. Just you feel like, you know, if I want to get somewhere else, you know, I have to fall in love with this place and be where I'm at. And I think that's that's what I did. And yeah. What is it like taking care of the field at Lincoln Land compared to any other place? Because I feel like that's a point of pride for yeah for Rob and yeah. these guys. Um, I mean, at SIU we had turf, so there was there was no field maintenance at all. I never. I mean, I would grab a rake. We had a dirt mound, so obviously, like you every once in a while, like have to water the mound or <laughs> grab a rake and do that. But even then, our our coach, our pitching coach, took care of all of that and. We just never had field maintenance, but I think it makes you appreciate Lincoln Land even more just because Coach Riggle could let that field, let the grass grow during the summer and then springtime rolls around. It's like, well, what happened to the place? And he takes care of it all the time because he knows that to have like a good, a good all-around product, you have to have good facilities. So... What's the biggest difference between the team chemistry in high school and the team chemistry at Lincoln Land? Um, How would you describe the relationships with your with your teammates? I would say in high school, like I still talk to my my high school teammates, just because we were around each other for football. We were around each other on the weekends, like we were around each other all the time. But at Lincoln Land, it was like, okay, well, you played it. U High or Chatham or whatever school it was and it was kind of different because you have those rivalries not, I'm not saying like the rivalries were too big to, yeah. that we couldn't get along uh-huh. at all but it was fun to like you know you remember this game you remember that play or so yeah that was fun what do you remember about the, the decision to go to SIU mm-hmm. uh, in terms of making that next step knowing okay this is this is the next step that I need to take if I want to continue my baseball career and also just getting that opportunity to play Division One ball. That's what every kid dreams yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll never forget. When I was out on the lake with my family, and I got a text from the pitching coach that was there at the time and just said, hey, man, I'm uh, Brad Neffendorf from SIU. Um, loved what I saw at your recent showcase with Lincoln Landon. Um I just remember, like my my heart was like, "Holy cow! Like this is this is crazy." Um, but yeah, that's that's what I had dreamed about, and um, it was a school that it was it wasn't close to home, but it wasn't too far away where my parents could never see me play. Yeah, and it wasn't like you said, an opportunity to play at a high level. So. What was the biggest shock in terms of getting there? And different different atmosphere, different. Difference yeah. division of, yeah. of baseball. Yeah, I, like like I said earlier, I walked into the weight room and everything is top notch and all the room that you could ever need to get your work done. I mean, we had at times we had two or three different teams in there, mm-hmm. and you still had enough enough room to do whatever you needed to do. And uh, I actually remember going on my visit and. There was a, a kid throwing, there were a couple kids throwing bullpens, and everybody was like 88, 91, 93, and I was like, holy cow, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> when I was at Lincoln Land, I think there were two or three of us that were throwing that fast, and just to see like the consistency of 
of that velocity, but also the consistency of off-speed pitches. Right. And it was just a different ball game, and I knew like right then that if I want to be good here, then I'm going to have to be better than what I just saw. So. Did you have that moment of? Man, I don't know if I belong here, or man, this is. I, I really have to make sure that I focus and put in the work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, when I went on my visit and I saw those guys throwing the bullpen, yeah. I was just like, man, this is this is like a different different level here. And if I want to be here, then I kind of have to to up my game a little bit too. How much of your day is accounted for, regimented as a college athlete? <laughs> um. Most of it. Yeah. Most of it. I mean, my freshman year, or not my freshman year, my first year at SIU, we would have weights at 7.15, go home, go to class, practice from probably like 2 to 4.30, 2 to 5, and then um, after that, it was whatever homework you had until you're ready to go to bed, and that was like that. Yeah. And that, that was just like in the fall, in the spring, it's... Monday you have that schedule to practice lifting, mm-hmm. class. Tuesday you might travel for an away game. And then Wednesday and Thursday you're back to practice. Or Thursday you might even leave for a game on the road and then you're in whatever city until Sunday night, maybe even... And not if it get, rains Monday yeah, or Tuesday. Not, not get back until sometimes... Monday at 2 a.m., yeah. and then wake up, go to lifting. So, yeah, it's, it's a – it makes for some long nights, but that was the most fun you'll ever have but just because you're on a bus in a random random highway and you're playing all the games on the bus and whatever, so. Yeah. Um, how many – how many people do you know, whether it be boys or uh, I mean, either way, right. where they get into the college system as an athlete and you see the college student compared to the college athlete and you're like, I'd rather live that life and yeah. make that decision because that's not easy to see the fun that the kids can have, the freedom right. that you have yeah. as a college athlete and then to say, you know, I really can't make that decision yet. That's not yeah. the life that I, that I chose as yeah. an athlete. And I think that probably happens more the junior college level mm-hmm. than it does at the division one just because obviously like junior college you still have the same some of the same schedule that we do at our level but um, at that level you, it's not as you know we're going on a four four day bus trip and you, you, you kind of like like if Lincoln Lake doesn't place John Wood they're driving back and forth so mm-hmm. it's it's not that grueling of sitting in the same same town all the time but um I, I would say I, I would I would probably expect it more at, at that level just because kids can make that decision earlier on in their career the number of players on a baseball team and like you said you're on a bus for maybe yeah. a couple of days um, and just the, the personality of a baseball player. Yeah. It's got to just be a, an absolute circus yeah. to s- see the different personalities, the different 
lifestyles of where people come from because I mean yeah. it's it's all different kinds of people there's country people there's city oh, people yeah. and, oh, yeah. um, it's gotta just be man there needs to be a TV show on yeah. not only Juco baseball but just you know <laughs> baseball in general where right. what are what are some stories you can tell about you know just the the things that you see or you know the, when you stop I can't imagine what it looks like at a, at a rest stop to see yeah. 50 baseball dudes get off a bus yeah and, yeah I mean You'll have some kids that I don't know. It's everybody. Everybody's different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we had two kids from Canada, kid from Curacao, California. I mean, California. We were all over the place, and it was super fun just to get to meet people from different parts of not the, not the country, but like the world, mm-hmm. and make friends with them and. You know, learn learn what they're all about. Mm-hmm. What you saw, you saw what it took to become a, a football team and build that chemistry. What does it take to build a, a college baseball team chemistry, and how is that different? Yeah, um, I would say it's different just because of like your your age and where you're at. Like when, like with Rochester football, you know, you're in the same classes in the same building. There's one like there's one high school. Yeah. So like you're walking down the highway hallway and you know push your friend or whatever. You're sitting in class with your quarterback or whatever. Like you're always around each other. Mm-hmm. With baseball, it's a little bit tougher. And just being in college because I think I've bumped into our shortstop maybe three times going to class all year this year. So really don't like. You have to make a conscious effort to build relationships off the field when you're not at practice or when you're not playing a game mm-hmm. in order to have that team chemistry. Let's go through your years at SAU and kind of how they went and what you not only accomplished but kind of went through in yeah. terms of what you did there. Uh, my first year there, um, I was... The Sunday, Sunday, Sunday starter. So I threw like 81 innings and had like a three-something ERA and had a really, really good year. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, okay, like I can play here and I can be like one of the the, the better pitchers in the league. Yeah. And I went back or came back home and got back in the weight room and um, was getting ready to go for the next year. And then had a really really good fall, and I was named a Friday Friday night starter my second year there, and had a good had an okay start to the season, and then I had a rotator cuff impingement that kind of shut me down for a couple of weeks. I tried to pitch through it and just wasn't having the success that I was used to. Yeah. And uh, you know, finally said something. I probably threw too long with it, mm-hmm. and said something to our coaches and like okay we're gonna sit you down for a couple weeks and at that point we were gearing up for the the conference tournament at the end of the year so I kind of just waited to throw until that and we uh we lost the first game of the conference tournament to Missouri State and then worked all our all our our, the whole way back to the championship game and it's a double elimination and Missouri Mm -hmm. State hadn't lost yet so we had to beat them twice and I had thrown against, I had closed the game against Evansville the night before, 
and then came back and threw like 89 pitches the next day in relief. And we won the first game, so we forced the championship game, and then we just ran out of pitching after yeah. that. So we're one game away from, from going to a regional, but... Man. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like going through that first big injury mentally for you? It was tough um, just because I had never been injured before where I couldn't play. I yeah. think I had a concussion where I sat out one week in a football, in football season in mm-hmm. high school. And... For that, it was, when I got hurt, it was like multiple, multiple weeks of rehab and all of this stuff just to hopefully get a chance to throw maybe one more time. Right. And and then this past year, I was Friday night starter again and was throwing well. Um, I got to throw against Kentucky, Jacksonville State, and things were going well, and I found out I I just had discomfort in my elbow, and I told my trainer about it, thinking that, you know, maybe we take a week off, do yeah. some rehab, and we'll be good to go. Uh-huh. And um, did that, went to go throw again. I was like, this isn't this isn't right. Yeah. And found out I had a partial tear in my UCL again. Yeah. So, yeah, just kind of the whole a repeat of mine. My second year at Carbondale. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of tough. but. So is that kind of why you've decided not to pursue it anymore? Um, that and I just feel like I've I've set myself up pretty well with my uh, academic achievements yeah. off the field. Mm-hmm. And I just think that, you know, when it's, it's time, it's time. So Yeah. And is that a, a tough decision to have with yourself uh, is that a tough talk to have with yourself just knowing you know you you can make the decision be happy with it but then you never want that regret of yeah. you know what if or yeah. I could try or whatever I think it'd be a lot harder if you know I, I if I didn't work as hard as I as hard as I could yeah and I think it's you know I understand I did everything everything that I could to be successful and I think it's easier to have that discussion with yourself like you were saying Mm -hmm. when you know I did everything that I possibly could yeah um what what's the conversation like when you have to tell your parents that I think I mean they I think they get it too yeah they were there they've been to every game probably that you've ever yeah yeah (laughs) they were there every single weekend with a a huge, huge tailgate every weekend, and you know, I think I think they they understand that you know things happen, and I've something. I think it'd be different if I was like, dang, I don't, I don't even have a college degree. I don't right. know what I'm doing. You know? Yeah, I think that'd be that'd be a little bit different, but yeah, I've taken taken care of what I need to in the classroom. And, right, and like you said, getting your master's here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's great that you have that mindset of that that's what's important in your life because yeah. a lot of kids wouldn't wouldn't see that that way or maybe would wait until it's too late because mm-hmm. you're focused on baseball you're focused on you know being a college kid right um, but like you said you've kind of made that decision and are ready to turn that page so what is that next step for you what do you hope to accomplish and how are you taking those next steps yeah um, like we were talking about earlier I have an internship with the state police right now um, but 
we'll after after my masters is completed then we'll go from there and kind of see what where life takes me so what's the dream job what's the ultimate goal that's tough that's tough i don't know i don't know just kind of see where it takes you and learn from your experiences yeah yeah absolutely awesome what uh so we wrap it up here what's what's the thing that you miss most about you know just being a high school kid in rochester and what do you wish that you could kind of tell yourself at 15 um Man, I miss I, just, I miss just being being like 10, 15 minutes from all my best friends. Yeah. Now they're kind of in St. Louis or Edwardsville or you know an hour hour and some change away. But um, yes, I just wish we could you know literally every one of us get back get back here and hang out. But yeah, it's good to see those guys and um, doing what doing what their dreams are. So. Will we catch you at any Rochester football games this fall? Ooh, there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah. 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 Not not in shoulder pads, though. No, no. <laughs> no. I'm sure Derek and Steve would take you. But yeah. um, what is uh, what is that feeling like to be a football player in Rochester now that you can look back on it? I mean, is there anything like that that you've experienced? Um, I mean, not really. That's I mean, not... I'm sure that that Friday when you take the mound against uh, Kentucky or somebody, yeah, yeah. that that type of feeling. But I mean, in terms of just the whole community and, and the understanding of yeah. what Rochester football is. Yeah, I think it's it's fun. Um, I run into the, some of the assistant coaches all the time, and you know, how's football going? How's this going? So, it's it's a nice brotherhood to be a part of for sure. Um, and even I would see like Deontay, Avante, and Nick at school, and mm-hmm. we always always talk about. You know, Belleville all the off and <laughs> the the big games that we played in. So yeah, all right, man. Thanks for your yeah, time. I appreciate no it. Um, best you. of luck to you. Thank you very much. Thank you to Ben for his time and great conversation. Best of luck to him in future endeavors. That's it for this week. If you see us out at a practice next week, say hello. If you see us driving through your town, honk and wave. It's time to get back into the season. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.